Alright guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com here to introduce this week's part one. And in part one, once again, we rock the lockdown with our good friend Stuart Clack Lewis from the Premium Blend Radio Show. Joining Dr. Bones and I uh, in these um, interesting and difficult and bizarre times that we live in in the world of coronavirus. Stuart's here every week with us, uh, spending a bit of time checking out some new music. In addition to that, we have got our friends from Hunt Us on the show hunt us are brilliant uh, when you close your eyes and think of a color no no i did that wrong when you close your eyes and listen to hunt us the color you think of is dot 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 that's the question we want you to answer they answer it in the interview you'll have to listen to find out which one i'm not going to spoil that they're great fun really really cool people really really brilliant music new video out so go and check them out on youtube just type in uh, hunt us band and you'll be able to find them on there um, which is pretty cool and then although we could have talked to them all night we get into some amazing new music by some of the world's best independent bands and we have a really good time to be honest um part two is on its way it's coming up we hope you enjoy that as well thank you so much for listening stay safe stay healthy look after each other and check out loads of brilliant new music cheers guys wait a minute this sounds like rock and or roll i just looked out there and there's puddles of water all over the freaking stage <laughs> yeah well look i don't want a lot of you boys uh, six days a week the place is a hockey rink yeah, well, this is a rock concert, not the bleeding splish splash show. Welcome to New Music Saturday for myself, the doctor of rock and many other things. I'm even not a medical doctor, but I am a doctor. So, <laughs> myself, Doc Bones, and of course, my co-host, the guitarist, everybody wish they were, Mike Five. And of course, our special guest co-host, Stu, from the Premium Blend Radio Show. Welcome, guys. What's happening? Good evening, brother. I'm good. I'm good. I was just uh, in the middle of writing a tweet that said we are only 24 minutes late this evening, which is not bad. Um, you know, we're, we're normally some sort of late uh, but i noticed in your promo video that you blamed me and although 99% of the time it is my fault uh, i thought i'd just highlight that tonight is one of the few times it wasn't so i'm pretty proud of myself it, indeed it was but, my uh, fault tonight <laughs> <laughs> so that's me i'm feeling good uh, and of course we've got our good friend mr stuart lewis from the premium Bird radio show how are you mate uh, hey how are we all doing awesome man good it's saturday evening. night <laughs> Yeah, living the dream. It's all good, isn't it? Yeah. Although I've decided to stay in again this week. I haven't really been out much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. I thought no, about. I didn't fancy. It was nice out there, but I decided to stay at home. To be honest, I've 
We did go food shopping. That was quite exciting. But apart from that, that's about it, really. That's good, yeah. I did think about popping over to New York and then maybe Italy, and then I thought, you know, maybe not. Uh, no, <laughs> especially this time of year. Yeah, maybe I'll give it a miss. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. It's good what? that you've been staying in, though. I, I've seen... Um, uh, I, I've, I've been one of these people that's been going, you know, all this new stuff about people going out is rubbish, and when you actually see it, it's pretty quiet, and my area's good and all this. But I did see yesterday for the V-Day celebrations, lots and lots of people who definitely don't live together having little parties in their gardens and stuff. And I was like, they're all sitting two metres apart, but they've sort of missed the point <laughs> <laughs> of not being in the same house as all you don't live with. But never mind. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, you know, it's not too bad. But um, I, I think it's all hope bored we don't have a second peak. I know. I think people are getting bored of it. I can understand it. But also, it's like, all you have to do is nothing. That's not that hard. <laughs> Especially if you just sit at home doing nothing and get paid for it. It's even better. Exactly. Happy days. Yeah. <laughs> it was a dream. Well, guys. Anyway. Uh, uh, a little bit of a sidetrack there, but I want to introduce our musical guest tonight. Welcome. This is a long way interview. Welcome. Hunt us. Welcome, guys. Thank you very much. Hi. Thank you. So, guys, this has literally been a long-awaited and <clears throat> excuse me, we've been waiting a long time for this. So, um, for, first off, um, just hunt us. <laughs> I got, I got to ask, where did the name come from? Oh God. It was I mean, a long series of text messages, wasn't it? Yeah. We went through quite a few different names and trying to think of a way to, uh, don't know, make a, make a sound that sounds something like what we're trying to do musically. I don't know. But uh, that kind of sat okay with everyone. We'll be honest, it didn't kind of jump out and say, this is the one. But, I mean, out of all the other things that we were trying to, out of all the other names that we were thinking of, it kind of sounded like something okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's so hard, isn't it? It really is. Um, And I think it was Richard, our bassist, lovely Richard, um, who came up with that. And there was a few, there's probably about a top 10. I can't even, I can't even, another time we'll drag up those text messages and tell you what it nearly might have been. But um, yeah. yeah, he came up with that and we went, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, and then it sort of rolled into place. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think the worst is when you come up with a name and you're all settled on it and you love it. And then you realise that it already exists. So <laughs> I, I, I yeah. named yeah. sort of, you go through that whole process um yeah i, I was named a band jailbird we thought it was a pretty cool name it's sort of it was you know sort of rock and roll type band and that's pretty cool and we were like you know 15 or whatever and uh and we all settled on it and we started writing songs under the name and then someone said do you reckon there's anyone else called jailbird hey of course not and then MySpace or whatever and we're like, oh there's 40 other bands this is not very original this is we went for a period of three months you know we stopped writing when we thought of another name my mate was trying to translate things into latin and we're like we can't pronounce that it's rubbish we're not a metal band yeah. <laughs> and also you know similar to yourself when you've been in so many bands because between us Nikki and I have been in a lot of bands and we were in a lot of bands individually before we were in a band together which was 
convenient because we thought, oh, we need to be in a band together because we live together. It's so much easier, and especially at the moment. <laughs> uh, so, so then you're trying to differentiate between all the other different bands that you've been in. And it's so interesting, isn't it, when you look at words and you think, how does that feel? And how does that feel? How does that look? You know, it's funny. Mm. There's a stylization thing as well, isn't there? There's, you know, certain things sound good but don't look good, or some things look good but you can't say them and, and make them sound good. There's something yeah. in that. Yeah. I think we got to the point where it's more. It was a case of like, look, let's not, you know, we don't want to fret about the band name too much. You know, it was kind of like let's just play our music and do what we do, and 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 that's fine. It's kind of you know, it, it it's something to give us an identity, maybe, but well, not a you know, it's just it's just something that there that we can kind of call upon to kind of suggest what we do. But you know, like without sounding cheesy, you say you know, so the music's what matters. You know, it's like what we're what we're doing and playing is 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 the important <laughs> thing, and you know, the name, fine. You know, I think there's. So many bands with terrible band names. It's kind of like a sideline to what you're actually doing musically. That's fair. I, I think, it, I think in, with social media, it, sort of, it becomes something you hang your hat off. It has a bit of an identity, but you're mm -hmm. right. If you have a really good band name and rubbish music, no one's going to like it anyway, are they? So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, that's true. But the cross-referencing point is a good one because we did a lot of that, did so many checks on this and that. And actually, I think because it's sort of a um, derivation of a verb, you know, hunt right. us, that kind of thing is less obvious. So that made it more attractive as well. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Nice. Um, the one reason I, I, I asked, obviously, um, partially because of curiosity, but um, there is a one band I interviewed about probably going to see five or six years ago and the guy I was talking yeah. to the band was called rebel nine and i asked him the same question and he said dude because yeah. i had either team naming my easier time naming my daughter that did name the band and he says <laughs> he said i said i looked online to make sure it wasn't used the whole thing went through all these things to make sure it was cool and then he goes the one thing that was a big no-no but i did anyways because our our drummer was, was on his honey on his honeymoon in, in Pune, Canada, but we texted him anyways to tell him what the new name was <laughs> <laughs> just because they were so excited they found something they hadn't used yet right so yeah 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 unique name yeah right yeah that's cool that's fun as well yeah so um let's get to the music here uh how uh just just um how how does the collaboration work here like does each person bring something different to the table do you guys do, do you guys kind of collaborate and then work on it individually how do you guys kind of form that way um, well, our band is very much made up of, um, of of experimentation and 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 jamming through things. We none of us uh, in the band really come to a rehearsal and say, "Hey, I've laid down these chords," or "This is the track," and you know, "This is what we're going to play tonight." We basically get in a room and we just stand there and we kind of nod to each other and we jam stuff and we keep jamming and then we jam a bit more and then suddenly we're like hang on that seems to be working and then everything that we do is recorded and we we record and re as we rehearse we're kind of like well we're just basically like taking taking a kind of snapshot of a particular frame in that in that particular rehearsal so so when we get back and then we can kind of analyze our recordings, then we can kind of then pin, 
pinpoint those bits that are really working. So we'll then take them back into another rehearsal and then we'll work up that and something may... So without sounding cheesy again, <laughs> riffs that we kind of come up with between us is is they're, they're kind of like... Um, they kind of evolve, you know, from just a little idea that we've had all together. But but everything's done collaboratively. So it's all the, the band is about all of us or four of us, and it's about all of us and our ideas together. So when we kind of so mainly me, Richard and Tim, the bass bass player Richard and Tim's our drummer, uh, and me, Nikki, uh, we, we basically um the three of us practice quite a lot together, and then Gemma comes and then she uh, brings vocals onto the onto our tracks that we've been recording. And then we kind of like sort of when Jebba comes along and puts on the vocals, then it sort of takes another turn again. So so everything's kind of done in a very, very organic way. Uh, there's nothing prescriptive about the music that we do. And, um, I, and maybe that comes comes across in we find it quite hard to kind of um, give ourselves a particular style of music or anything like that. Um, so it's, it's done through rehearsing, through jamming. Uh, yeah, you know, that's well, what it is. You yes, know, you know. Yeah, there, there, there's nothing wrong with, with not wanting to quote unquote pigeonhole yourself because it comes out across a lot better. And there's a lot of bands that are just kind of like a free jam. And it's cool that you're kind of doing it that way because there's so much more that can potentially come out of it after you go back and listen to it right yeah yeah i think so yeah and it, i think it's it's funny because all the bands that i've ever been in i've like i i get given the music you know the instrumentation and then i kind of go away and i'm like did did you know just putting on my headphones on the way to work whenever um usually it sort of starts with a sort of hook or some sort of melody line and i immediately know what which of the stuff that they're saying that they've worked up, I can do something with. And sometimes it's harder because they, they do some really interesting stuff in different time signatures. And I'm like, oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get my, my head around it. It's good because it challenges me, you know. And, and actually some of, the, some of the spoken word bits that I've done, that we've done um, in Oaks Pit 66 and in Raw Fire have, have come because of that. Because actually I thought... Oh God, I, I really struggle because I'm a pop rock girl, you know, at heart. And and uh, I want to get down a, a top line, like a really catchy top line. So And it's good because they challenge me with this kind of oddly metered stuff sometimes. And that's why I was like, oh, I'm going to try some spoken word. And, and then these things happen, which I never kind of thought possible before which is is really exciting i've been actually trying to i think Gemma does her spoken word stuff really well and um i i you know she's obviously got a really lovely um a melody and the way that she can sing is beautiful but but actually some of the spoken word stuff i think stands up on its own and I, i'm kind of pushing more for a bit of the spoken <laughs> word. i i really like that i think the the meter and that's great and i think it just adds that it's sort of mystical thing yeah. isn't there? there's something poetic about it which is cool um yeah. i've got a question for you which is sort of related to this part of the conversation so <clears throat> i'm just looking on your facebook and you've got the words post rock alt rock soundscape prog post rock folk rock <laughs> there's lots of rock um, <laughs> so rather than asking you to describe yourselves in terms of a genre uh, genre, genre, I can't say that. Um, <laughs> what colour is the band in your mind? When you close your eyes and hear your music, what colour comes to Oh, that's nice, Mike. 
<laughs> you know what? Yeah, I, I know what I would say. Personally, I'd say like a really funky lime green, like a really organic, rich green. Well, really? I was going to say grey. Ooh. <laughs> no, not really. Um, that's a, a very lovely question. Um, <laughs> I, 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 it's a very difficult one. Maybe, yeah, I think it's got, I think it, some sort of uh it's got to be some it's got to be a vivid color of sorts i yeah. think you know kind of green maybe. Yeah, and i think I that know. suits actually because it you know with our other band the lost chimes like we're very sort of folky acoustic and again it's like it's, it's great because we can do this stuff at home together and and it is and i've always loved folk and i've and i had a band previous to this called the miners and we did very folky stuff didn't we and finger mm-hmm. stuff and then that stopped and it i've all i always loved that kind of Folky, rocky, earthy vibe, but with interesting stuff going on. And and Nikki, you've been in, you well, you describe it. I can't even. Well, all sorts of uh, yeah. I mean, sort of heavier bands as well as you know the stuff that we're playing now. But um, yeah, I mean, I think I don't know. It's it's a case of what we're trying to do now is perhaps kind of taking elements well he's not taking any elements from anything it's just it's, it's just naturally coming it out is. it's an organic process and you know it's kind of I think we've all done heavier stuff I was I was in a metal band for a bit and yeah <laughs> yeah I did some screaming I think that's what attracted uh, Nikki to me yeah <laughs> <laughs> not Brilliant. not uh, I think he was slightly terrified and thought, oh, who is this person? Um, but no, we met, at Sheffield. <laughs> we met at Sheffield University and uh, I had this kind of, uh, I don't know what it's like, I don't know, prog rock band okay, called Backwater. And then we had a sort of metal band, an amazing friend of mine called Darren who used to play his like flying V electric guitar over his head, you know, backwards whilst flipping his cap amazing musician nice. uh we had a lot of fun with that we called it groove metal at that time <laughs> nice. like nice. 2000 you know uh, 1999 and then and meanwhile nikki was in a sort of punky band weren't you yeah yeah called yeah. too little too late and uh, and yeah. then you were in a few other bands weren't you kind of post hardcore it was and- in a band called castle gray school we were so oh nice hard- <laughs> hey man yeah brilliant no we had a, I mean, we had a, an amazing a singer, was, a singer was from a an amazing band an emo band called tribute who were quite well, they had a bit of notoriety in the 1990s and then um uh after that amaranta which was kind of post-rock post-hardcore and then embers which was a really, you know, interesting kind of instrumental post-rocky band, and then yeah, true to what we're great. doing now. Yeah, well, and I did a sort of emo-y hardcore band, and it all—it's funny, really, how things come together, isn't it? But, but so anyway, so so Tim and Richard, who are in Hunters, we're in a lot of those previous bands between us, so it's nice actually. And yeah. and in the last few years, we've all had children and you know and you you know what it's like it's harder to get together and practice which is why they practice the three of them um a lot of the time you know we 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 have an equal relationship it's not kind of (laughs) sexist in any way (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) 
and um so you know we get together when we can and it kind of works out but it's it there's something really nice about that because the the, the music seems to be getting out there in the moment and that's so ironic now that we've had children because you know when I was in my 20s I was thinking oh you know I want to get somewhere with this band I want to get some you know those ambitions that you have and it's almost like now I've sort of chilled out and gone oh fuck it um, <laughs> isn't that often the way though like yeah. you know, my I don't know 18 to 23 I was absolutely headstrong gonna do yeah. this gonna do that gonna do this and we we had someone from Island Records come to a gig and offer yeah. us well, he didn't offer us a deal there, and that's that being slight exaggeration, but offered us this concept that we could talk about. And when we actually sat down and thought about it, we were like, A, we're not sure we do really want to do this, and B, it's not quite as good as we thought it was. <laughs> so, you know, it's kind of, oh. And then, you know, you, you start getting, you know, I mean, my son was almost 26. I suppose our kids relatively early, but not early. I mean, my mum was 21 to me. But, um, you, know, you know, you go through that, and everyone in my band now, uh no four out of five that's not true yeah four out of five have got children we've all got pets and you know it's actually more productive and more fun and you get yeah. more recognition probably because you remove the barriers of the pressure of having to be you know i'm going to talk well i'm going to brazil it's like, oh, why <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it gives you, yeah, I mean, it kind of puts things in perspective, really. And and actually for us, I think, you know, we're just so pleased that, you know, we've kind of, so Richard and Tim and obviously us as well, we've, we've all kind of had kids, we've got families and we're still doing it and we're still playing music and enjoying it and, and hanging out as, as friends as well. You know, there's a kind of, there's a cohesion there, which is really, really lovely and, 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 I think it's that's important. You know, the music is obviously brilliant, and we love playing music and we love listening to music and talking music. But you know, it's about friendship, and it's about you know a collective. You know, it's about people kind of being together and doing stuff that they love together, and right. that's that's equally important as what you're actually producing in a way. Um, yeah, that shared. Yeah. Friendship you have when you create something is very special. Exactly, it is, isn't it? It's really special. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. You know, and anything you can do to kind of support that. So you know what you guys are doing, exactly. You know, is is really really important and really interesting as well. You know, you're nurturing that in in your own way, and 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 that's fully full respect. You know, in that sense, you know, it keeps everybody kind of listening and, and and interested in different things you know so yeah i think to, i think to do what you've done and to build to build the brand and to build the podcast and the, the reputation that you have is well deserved and um and yeah like nikki said it's really important and especially at the moment you know people are struggling and venues are struggling and i hope you feel i hope you feel really proud about what you do because it's brilliant yeah oh, very much so yeah, I think we feel very lucky, actually, because, you know, I mean, Dr. Baines, you've done this for a very long time. I joined you, I don't know, three, three and a half years ago or something. And, you know, we, we just did it. It's so much fun. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's great fun. You know, you listen in and it's, it's good stuff, you know. It's, it's supporting people, supporting their music and making, you know, people have kind of an outlet. It's it's great. It's great. So good, good for you guys and thank you. <laughs> 
Oh, well, we couldn't do it without the music, could we? So if we if it's just us talking, people would get bored. Break. We wouldn't get bored. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you stuff together. I mean, that's that's fair enough that you said that, but you do kind of give a focus towards it. You know, that's that's what's important. It's about the focus, and mm. you know, it's providing a kind of waypoint for people to connect with, and and that's what you do. And so, fair play. You know, that's, yeah, that's yeah, definitely. And important. and I was saying to somebody earlier, you know. Um, and it's the same with you, Stu, and Premium Blend Radio, like, you really listen um, and you give, you know, detailed feedback, which to people who are, you know, at home creating stuff and perhaps having a shit day or thinking, oh, is that crap? I don't know. Or is that okay? It just means the world. And uh, I think that kind of integrity is really wonderful. Well, we yeah. call our best. Oh, we yeah. very much appreciate that, eh? <laughs> no, no, oh, we mean it. Yeah, you, you're smashing yeah, yeah. it. All of you, it's great. Well, stuff. Oh, you always silence us now. We all take a group hug. <laughs> so, what we're going to do is Very we're going to take a. needed at the moment. So, it is. You know, no, yeah. We can't hug anyone else, so, you know, you might as well. Yes. <laughs> I tried to hug my cat earlier and she ran away. See, my life. Steve, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've been very quiet. Have you got any questions? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm okay. Uh, so, what's been your favourite lockdown albums that you've been listening to uh, over the last sort of six, seven weeks? Ooh. Oh, good one, really. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of a collection, really. It's not not just about new stuff, but I mean old stuff as well. I mean, I've I think there's a really great record label called Gringo Records based in Nottingham and uh, they've just put out some really interesting stuff. They've just put out the Grey Hairs album and um, they've just uh, done a lot of Irma Vep, who's a really interesting um, uh, songwriter from Nottingham as well. He's got a record out just now on Gringo and uh, yeah, I've been listening through some of their back catalogue. Mm. Um, yeah, it's kind of like a really eclectic kind of mix of different types of music. We were just listening to the Richard Dawson album earlier today, which yeah, was that was great, very good. Um, yeah, so you know, all sorts of stuff, really. Yeah, um, but you know, not just sort of like guitar-y indie stuff, but you know, all sorts of different yeah, anything really. genres. You know, I like. Um, I hadn't really heard that much of her stuff before, but um, Aldous Harding, I really like her. She's brilliant. You see, um, you go to YouTube and check out her video called "The Barrel." Aldous Harding is brilliant. A L D O U S. Aldous Harding. See, normally this is where I jump in. And go, oh, yeah, yeah, but I have no idea who that is, which really excites me. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, I think you'll really like her, Mike. I think she. Uh, yeah, she's just kind of. Her lyrics are brilliant, and she's got sass in this kind of rock folky way. She just doesn't give a shit. Um, but with a really funky kind of quirky video, I think you guys will really like her. Right, and, and that's quite funny. Got a good sense of humour. You know when someone's got you know that sense of humour coming out of them, they don't even have to say anything. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
Apple. Right. Thank you. 
Wow. Well, thank you very much, Percy. That means a lot to me. That's really, really nice to hear. Um, well, gosh, all sorts. Um, when I was growing up, my dad was um, in a band, and, and so it was all about kind of 60s um, beat music and rhythm and blues stuff. And so from that kind of early age, like my sister and I sort of obsess obsessively really listened to a lot of 60s mixtapes and it was a lot of Beach Boys and the Kinks and the Who and the Stones and so I, I feel like that's come through somewhere do you know what I mean um and then um after that I got I got I think into I got into Queen in a massive way I was a massive Queen fan um and and then I kind of got into kind of heavy rock and this is all, all at the same time as like really enjoying kind of classical music and um you know and really well written and crafted pop music and I was really into um uh you know people like I, I was really into Iron Maiden for a long time because they are just you know one Love of the best ever so many reasons um and then I think um I, and I got into Tracy Chapman in, in a big way and I got into Joni Mitchell a lot and I really really like her lyrics and her quirky vocal style and I'd say that's definitely influenced me a lot um I like Kate Rusby a lot I don't know if you know her she's a, a British she's yeah, a yeah. folk singer um when I was in my teens I also liked I liked everything in my teens like, you know I like I like the levelers a lot and that whole kind of yeah, rock and you know, like leveling the land when that came out, I was really into that. Um, yeah, I like I like all sorts. When I met um, when I met Nicky, he introduced me to a band called Karate. Um, I don't know if you know them, but um, they did a, yeah did a few really nice albums, and I really liked. Um, oh my God, I've just forgotten his name. What's his Jeff name? Farina. Jeff Farina, um, his vocal style and his delivery. And um, I think for a long time, I, I think maybe because of a lack of confidence in myself, I was, I was writing lyrics that were really kind of self-deprecating and kind of, you know, skimming around um, what my real feelings were. And I, I, I still do that to some extent, it's changed. But as I've gotten older, I've become bolder at actually saying how I feel. And that's really exciting for me. And quite liberating you know um I think you know, other bands I, I literally like everything I was you know that you know that album challenge that was on Facebook um <laughs> yes they, very uh, hard albums. I know I keep getting nominated and then going oh bloody hell that's really hard and I don't know what to do and and then the, and there's various different things that came through at different times um like you know I mean the, the amazing kind of punk bands uh, that that came out and were just so fun, like no effects and snuff and stuff. I was never like passionately into them, but just really enjoyed them. Really enjoyed the fun of them and the energy. And um, oh, there was a band called Live that I was really into for a bit. An American band for them. Yeah, brilliant. Um, throwing copper. I used to love that. Um, I was really into like Megadeth, Metallica for a bit. Uh, uh, yeah, Sepultura, I really loved. I love that kind of tribal feel. Um, 
I love, there's a, uh, a real kind of interesting singer, I think she's American, called Donna DeLore, and she does, um, she's quite a spiritual singer, and it's it's kind of, it's not meditation music, but it's kind of very soothing. I'm quite a sort of spiritual person, so I've gotten quite into her recently. Um, I really like, um, oh my God, what's that, what's the singer called? Um, BC Camplight, I like a lot of his latest stuff. Nice, nice. Um, I like John Grant. I like God. I don't know. I mean, there's, there's, there's a really interesting, just listening to that list. I mean, first of all, I think I love every single band that you just <laughs> named. Uh, and anyone that name checks the levelers is all right by me and can come back on the show, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, but do you know what? There's for me what ties all of that together, and what I hear in that song and your music is most arguably all of those bands have a bit of drama about them. Do you think there's something in that? Like from Iron Maiden oh, to the Levelers to some of those metal bands and the punk bands as well. Like you know, no effects is a different kind, but it still there's a bit of drama in there. There's something in that, and your music is quite dramatic. Well, you know, that's that, funny. That, yeah. Yeah. Yes. My brother um, played, I played my brother this track <laughs> about three or four months ago, and he said, oh, it's a bit dramatic, isn't it? So, <laughs> that, that, that sounds good to me. I don't know why he's sort of sighing, but I mean, I, I just, um, you know, uh, well, on yeah. this listen, I'm like, I can hear pagan rituals and epic battles. Oh, yeah, Ancient we forest, a bit of pagan ritual. Yeah. <laughs> The band that first, um, when I, because I, I, I remember when we we sort of jammed that initial, the riff at the start of that song, um, I, I said to the guys in the, well, Rich and Tim, I said, oh, I, I think I've, I've done a bit of a slint riff here. So a, a band that has influenced me and the other chaps as well has been very much slint, who, who we, we really rate and love and, you know, they kind of like emerged in this sort of strange kind of um they were a very strange band in when they sort of first first started really and um you know they didn't last for very long but there's a documentary that's been recently made about them and and it's really interesting to watch how they kind of like sort of started formulating their music and it's like oh wow okay they did it in that way and you know there's a sort of well, not similarity, but there's a kind of certain nod to what the way that they created their music as teenagers. They were young kids when they did it. That um, that you know, I thought, oh well, actually, I guess we kind of like make our music in in a similar sort of sense, you know. So yeah, anyway. did they? Um, were they? There was like, it was, oh, come on, is it Tweezers or Tweez or something? Tweez was their first record, and that was produced by Steve Albini. Um, and then they went on and did oh, really? Spiderland. Yeah, so so Steve Albini did Tweez, which was like a really almost a kind of horrific production on the, the noise that they made, but it kind of worked <laughs> in a weird way. And then they went on and did Spiderland, which was a lot more polished in a weird way. But, um, I mean, Spiderland is just a phenomenal album. You know, they, they are kind of, you know, what they did. And they were like 18 years old at this point. They did this incredible album in, I can't remember exactly when, it was around 1993 or something. 
and and it's just crazy because it doesn't sound like anything you you listen to it and you cannot put a genre on the music that they did and and I'm not we're not copying them whatsoever I'm just sort of citing the fact that they they did something quite unique and you know good on them they weren't like trying to do anything to for, to play for anybody else and you know if anything that that can kind of relate you know we we don't do anything to to please anybody it's just what it is you know yeah interesting you know they're, but they're, but they're an interesting band and you know no. Yeah, yeah, there's been a lot of bands. There was a really good Battles album that was maybe, I don't know, 10 years ago. Atlas was a great album. Like Battles were, yeah, another band. But I mean, you know, they, they're so accomplished musicians. And, and yeah, I don't know. There's like, yeah, like what we do, we just enjoy what we're doing and we can, we do it as much as we can, which is unfortunately not enough because <laughs> we all have. Uh, we all have lives to lead outside of our music. And um, if we could do this every day of the week and, you know, we'd just absolutely be, we'd be pigs in muck, you know, that, mm. would, that would be the most amazing oh, thing. Oh, uh, I tell you, yeah. I just, sorry, I just remembered that, um, who uh, Nikki got me into big time, Lungfish, do you know them? Yeah, like, oh God, they're amazing band. Yeah, so Lungfish. Lungfish, no. Yeah, like, oh my God, you'll love them. So okay. these, were, these were all bands that I kind of grew up listening to. <laughs> these are all kind of, oh, Longfish are incredible. So, you know, this is a band which was basically around in sort of the mid 80s, 1990s from Washington, D.C. They were a, they were kind of post, well, they weren't post hardcore. They were just kind of doing what they do. And, you know, there's a, yeah, yeah, exactly. So they were on they were on Discord Records, and you know, uh, Daniel Higgs was the lyricist and singer from uh, Lungfish, and he kind of did all this kind of beautiful kind of poetry over the top of these kind of meandering guitar riffs, which were going on and on, and you know, all pulsating kind of rhythmic kind of uh, beautiful kind of musical wonderfulness with him. <laughs> narrating these beautiful stories over the top and and it, yeah yeah so they were kind of you know a band who were around at the same time as yeah bad brains uh, well a bit later than bad brains to be fair yeah you know i yeah. think i can i've got a 20 years of discord thing that my mate gave oh, me it's yeah. one of my favorite compilations and what you're describing yeah. i know i don't know any of the band names because i just put it on and close my eyes and have a lovely time but i've yeah. got a feeling that it's what you're describing sounds like one of the tracks on that. I'm sure that would be on that. You you will, yeah. So the 20 Years of Discord album, that that kind of charted what they started doing from the early 80s, really. So you, there'll be a lot of kind of very, very raw, hardcore bands, um, which, you know, Minor Threat was obviously the biggest back in the early yeah, 80s. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that that was done. So what was that, 1981? So that, that, that album, that... Um, discography kind of came out early 2000s and yeah would have charted them doing stuff they were, the makeup were a big band that came out of discord and um yeah all sorts of those kind of uh so, so it kind of charted a progress between from early raw kind of hardcore through to a sort of post hardcore kind of uh, genre of uh, not genre a post hardcore kind of collection of bands you know based around the washington area and 
and and you know brilliant they 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 really set the tone for that kind of music and you know they, they the, the nice thing about that label which you know they were an incredible record label actually incredible because they didn't kind of um they never sold out they just kind of hold everything right. to themselves and they, they they kind of had offers from various different major labels to kind of buy them out but they said no nah, we're doing what we're doing you know and and respect to them for that but yeah, yeah. i mean I, have, speaking i have a lot of kind of passion for these kind of bands that were around in, in those kind of times and still are you know there's these older people doing the same music who who were kind of associated with those uh labels and those bands and you know good on them you know it's it's, it's keeps it real it's yeah there's a there's a book i think it's called uh our band could be your life i think it is and the the it's got like 13 stories of 13 bands around that era and one of them's minor threat and it's just brilliant hearing about Discord and everything. And I think Fugazi was on that label. And there's just so much cool stuff. It's absolutely fascinating. Absolutely. Well, Fugazi owned the label, really. So Ian Mackay was the owner of the label. And Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, it's very, very cool. Um, I think I could have this conversation forever, but I think Dr. Baines is going to tell us. <laughs> we're going to let him do that. <laughs> where can um, where can people find you as a last thing so where's your social media go to we've got a new youtube channel we've nearly got a thousand views on our raw fire video so if you can top it up anybody who's listening that'd be amazing because we want to reach that goal that'd be wicked um we're at hunters.co.uk we're on instagram at hunt underscore us we're on twitter at hunters band facebook at hunters band um band camp everywhere soundcloud so yeah thank you very much for having us on nice one Oh, brilliant. Nice it's been one. a lot of fun. Thanks very much. Thanks, guys. Thank awesome. you, guys. Brilliant. Bye. 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 Hello. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's, I don't, yeah, the right thing confuses me because it shouldn't cut me off. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, that's fine. Oh, well, I've got the two cents in. That's all that matters. <laughs> yes, I, I always talk loads in the interviews. I really enjoyed it. I thought those guys are brilliant.
with excuse me i can't believe how much the night has changed you and again uh these guys have like a heavy stones influence but just so good and so raw and the fact that they're so young man they sound amazing yeah really really good i really like the track it just goes to show how much this band's matured and once again they've uh, they've stepped up again and matured even further uh, and produce something you know, really, really, really good, actually. Uh, they they just seem to grow every single time they release a track. Uh, they're definitely um, growing in popularity as well. They're going in the right direction. Uh, fantastic band. Yeah, you cannot knock Wild Horse. Yeah, I absolutely love that. That was good, fun, bouncy. I don't know, just a cool track uh, that made me feel good and gave me feel-good vibes, uh, which is all good. Um, apparently... You couldn't hear Dr. Bones earlier for some of the show, and now you can, so that's good. It's all working. Okay, well, the thing that's going on here is I'm right now, I'm getting a bit of an echo, and I have no idea why. So Weird. I switched the settings, so let me know right now I'm going to switch, and you tell me if you can hear me or not. Uh, it could be worse. <laughs> it could have been told off on the Instagram space. Yeah, so we can, we can hear you, but I don't know if the rest of the world can hear you. Oh, I see. Oh, hang on, hang on. This, will, this requires some technical capability, and it might sound like I'm talking to myself. Hang on. So keep talking for a second. Oh, no. No, yeah. So we, we, we can't. <laughs> this is going to sound really odd. We can't hear you. There. Uh, <laughs> so for anyone listening we're really sorry because this must sound really weird with Stuart and I talking to an imaginary voice but we can I hear know, him okay. well I'm back good. now but I'm getting an interference or like a reverb for some reason so just give me one moment here should we stick a track on and try and fix it yeah uh, let's try that although no one knows what the song is well, I'll tell you what the song is. You can no, still can hear me. Hear me. <laughs> Sorry. You can still hear me now. So uh, we're going to get to our next song. It's uh, Mr. Ron Bowes with a song called Trainwreck. Dig this. Yeah. 
Right on. That was Ron Bose, and that was Trainwreck. What a great tune, and man, it's it's so reminiscent of the Stones. <clears throat> it's something else. I just love his blues tone, and the lyrics are great. Always great rock and tune, break catchy. Yeah, once again, he's uh, he's pulled something out of the bag, and uh, he certainly knows how to use that harmonica, which, uh, to be honest, uh, I don't think he's used enough. It's uh, absolutely fantastic. It really works so well in that track. And like I say, it's definitely got that Stones feel about it. Uh, yeah, it's got that bluesy note in there. It's just, yeah, full of rock as well. It's just, yeah, yeah it's kind of a marriage made in heaven, really. <laughs> <laughs> I love that harmonica. I've got... Um... Well, I've got a one in five song, and then I've got another song that I'm working on in mind where I've got Ron Bays on harmonica in my head. I need to uh, sort that out, actually. I know the one in five one won't be able to do anytime soon. But yeah, it's brilliant. I mean, that just to give you an indication, right, that track was so good that there was one note in it that I loved so much, I went across the room to get my guitar to try and work out what note he played and what he bended it to. Because nice. it was absolutely outstanding. I haven't quite worked it out yet, so I think I can have a listen. And I was just going up and down the fretboard going, is that one? No, that one? No, not quite. <laughs> and then my guitar's actually, so probably be none of them on there. Um, but yeah, absolutely outstanding. I love that. It's got proper... The solos is beautiful. Whenever someone flicks up the rhythm pick up, takes up all the, all the filth and plays a little bluesy solo, I'm like, yeah, that's good playing. And then he cranks up a little bit of fuzz in there as well. It's lush. Great tune. Good man. Right and apparently on. he can hear you again now. Uh, else, well, good. I'm still getting a bit <laughs> echo on my side, but uh, I'm sure I'll have it figured out soon. I'm just not sure what's going on here, but uh, we'll work it out. Not con- too concerned. So next up, we get a brand new Static in Verona. And this is a pretty cool tune. It's called Three Lefts. Dig this.
Right on. That was Static in Verona with three laps. And man, he never sends anything but gold to us. <clears throat> this was do done during lockdown. It's in Chicago. But man, what a great tune. The vocals were awesome. And it just got that kind of cool, kind of dream pop feel to it. Awesome. Yeah, it's got a real dreamy sort of an indie pop sound with a little hint of rock sort of running in the background, which really worked well. The vocals were great. Uh, the lyrics were sort of yeah, quite nice. They kind of yeah, floaty uh, and uh, yeah, kind of very sort of heartfelt as well and very emotive. Uh, really nice track. It kind of really worked and all came together quite nicely just at the right time. Uh, produced something quite nice, especially if that's done under lockdown. Uh, it's even better. Mate, <clears throat> mate, that was fantastic. The the breakdown, like the, the solo, I guess, where there's that bass line really comes to the forefront. You can hear it's got loads of filth on it. It's just like a dirty, distorted bass line and it plods like And then the fucking organ comes in. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, this is so good. That is so good. But honestly, that is just that made my night. That was so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. What a track. Right on, man. Well, we got one left for part one, and this is uh, Brand New Grace and Danger. It's actually their uncle's song, but they put their own little spin on it, and it's called oh, Angeline. Dick Davis. Hello, hello, hello. It's all this here, then. Can we just have a like, nice little sort of, you know, something gentle?
Grace in Danger, or I should say their uncle, but they put their twist and sound on it. But what a great tune. That was like a blues ballad rock tune. That was awesome. I really, really enjoyed that. Yeah, great track. Really, really nice. Yeah, just uh, what a perfect way to end part one. Uh, it's been absolutely fantastic. And that track really just, uh, just highlights uh, just how good Grace in Danger really are. Yeah, that was a beauty. I was, 
I figured out that the note I liked in the Ron Bowes song was some sort of D, possibly. Because <laughs> I, mean, I still had the guitar. I still had the guitar. And I was like, oh, let me see if I can twiddle along to this. And I was sort of playing some mix. And I was like, yeah, this is great. No one else would enjoy this apart from me because I'm ruining the song. But I was having a lovely time. Uh, and then that fucking guitar solo kicked in. It went, oh. I was like, oh, oh. I'll stop then. <laughs> but, it, but it was amazing. And up until that point, I, my whole, um, and, and it still will be just for clarity, but my whole thing was going to be about how beautiful the vocals were and how the singer had done such a great job and really nailed it and had that perfect mix of uh, you know, emotion and intensity and his voice was just breaking at the right moments. And all of that still stands true. But that guitar solo is fucking amazing. <laughs> so you have, to, you have to excuse my language on the last couple of tracks, but it's just been amazing. So yeah, absolutely love it. Absolutely love that. Great fun. Right on. Well, that is gonna do it for part one. So we'll be back in about five, ten minutes. Ten. <laughs> we'll say ten. 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 <laughs> but until then, a huge and big thank you to Nikki and Gemma from Hunters. The interview was awesome. We will have you back on for more extended talk. And until then, we'll be back for part two called Down the Effing Rabbit Hole. So, <laughs> so, so we'll be back for that in about ten minutes. Until then, it's been uh, Doctor Bones, Mike Five, and Stu Clack, the voice of Eastbourne and the Premium Blend Radio Show. And we're gonna let a uh, Mister Krieger, a uh, Doctor Krieger, take us out. Memory banks of the supercomputer. <laughs> Shrinky-dink that! Krieger out!